This is Colorado Springs with Kevin James Bond. I'm a real estate agent who talks about Colorado Springs, real estate, city news, and my favorite spots. Come along. Home prices in Colorado Springs are shooting back up right now. What is going on? Who's to blame? Well, let's just take a look at the data. There are only 879 properties for sale in all of Colorado Springs, as of me saying this. So that's low. Uh, typically, you'd have like several thousand properties available for sale uh, to have a balanced market. But sales are low right now. We've only got 467 sales for the whole month of March so far. And to give you a reference, we would typically have between 900 to 1100 sales in past marches so pretty low uh, however the average and median sales prices have both started to rise since late january i've been noticing the average and median sales prices here in colorado springs are starting to go back up so buyers are spending more here on homes again despite the uh, svb bailout and despite the fed uh, raising the basis points God. All right, so if we take a look at the current 30-year fixed-rate mortgage, according to Mortgage News Daily, it's at 6.67%. So you remember when the rates shot up to just below, just at, at the low sevens, and then it came down to six and a half because everyone was freaking out about SVB, and then it went back up to 6.7 something, and now it's down to 6.67. So yeah, the market fluctuates in response to things like this. Uh, it looks like we are probably back to a sense of normalcy, at least in regards to any immediate reactions, knee-jerk reactions to things that happened in the market. I consider SVB to be sort of a black swan event where it's just uh, almost like a deus ex machina. Just, it's just an event you didn't expect or plan for, and now it changes things a bit. But as far as uh, long-term consequences, we'll see with how that may affect the economy. But in terms of the mortgage rates, we seem to be where we're at with the 6.67 for an FHA at 6.15 and then for a 30-year VA at 6.17. And then if we come over to, let's look at the average and median sales prices for Colorado Springs. So I know we're only two-thirds of the way into March, but uh, I'm a bit more confident in where the numbers are trending, especially because uh, we've got February and January numbers to look at as well. So March average sales price was $486,435, I should say is currently. Uh, and then this median sales price is currently $435,500. And if you look, so let's just look at the median, 435.5K, right? February, it was 425K. That was the median. January was 420K. December was 425K, November was 425,250. So you notice that price trending downward into January and then starting February, it starts coming up. You'll see the same thing with the average sales price. So if you look at the numbers here, you can see, you know, you can see what that looks like. And then the chart, uh, you get to see a nice visual of what that looks like. We zoom in. So yeah, you'll see that it, we had, a higher price point in home prices overall, duh. 
um, at the end, or I should say the beginning of summer 2022. So April, May is when we had those highest price points. And then it started to come down into September, October, you got a little bump back up. And then December, it was when it hit the low point. And then since then, December, January-ish, it's been starting to trend back up. You see that? It's, that's, I can see it now. I don't just, I'm not speculating based off of, you know, a couple of weeks worth of information anymore. I've got, we've got the data we've got the historical data to look at and say that home prices are starting to come back up at least here in Colorado Springs now what's interesting to me about that is that the uh, the sales have not necessarily matched that so if we look at I want to see uh, the year-to-date sales March, we've had 467 property sales in Colorado Springs. And you'll see historically, uh, from 2018 to 2022, at least, is what we're looking at. Uh, we're selling anywhere from 900 to 1,100 homes uh, each March. So we're almost halfway to that point. We're two-thirds of the way into the month. So we're going to be low again in terms of how, the number of property sales that we have. Same with February, uh, where you're at 598 uh, is the total number of sales we had. And we usually get about 800, you can see. Uh, January, 538 property sales versus about 700. So we dipped a little bit in uh, in the past couple of months. But I want you to look at the past year as well, because we're doing the same thing. Like since I would say June, July is when the number of sales started to drop off uh, compared to what we have been selling in the past several years. And what is extra interesting to me about that is the inventory that is available. So the active, uh, I think it's the active listings is what the one I want to look at here. In Colorado Springs, we've got, um, this isn't showing March right now, but for February, we had 1,458 new active listings like that were added that for that month. And uh, we historically have had, well, that's about on par with uh, 2018 to 2020, but 2021, 2022, we had 800, 900 new listings for those months. So the, num the amount of inventory that was getting put out uh, was lower, and now it started to come back up. You'll see the same thing for January. We had a dip in the past couple of years. Oh, let's look at a chart. Oh, that's fascinating. Okay, great. So you'll see the same number of listings as it goes up and down, up and down, up and down for the summer and then the the winter months. You get your high and low points. So in 2022, look at that high, huge high point that we had. It, uh, we just uh, of number of listings we had, we had it was so many, at least you know in comparison to what we had the past few years. So inventory was up a bit. It wasn't crazy up. Like I'll show you if you want to look at the past uh, ooh, ten years, you can see how the in amount of inventory in the city has changed versus the past five years. So we had an even higher amount of inventory back in 2014 timeframe, four thousand seven hundred nineteen new listings in July 2014 versus our uh, our most recent high point in October 2022 was 2300 new listings. So although yes we have more now it's still not compared to what we had, you know, years ago, uh, so a decade ago basically. Um so even though so we've got more 
inventory, we just don't have as many sales. And as of two-thirds of the way into March, uh, we are at a 98.4% of the original price versus the close price ratio. So how much the property was listed for versus how much it actually sold for on average. So on average for March, we're at 98.4%. So back in the height of where homes were in the springs in April of last year, they were getting on average 104%, so 4% more than what they'd listed for. And so you can see in this chart here, that number starts to go down slowly after April until we're at about 98.4%. But our low point was actually uh, November through January, where we were at 96.4% November. We went down to 96 in December and up to 96.2 in January and have started to come back up. So uh, what people are getting for their homes, that percentage ratio is starting to come back up in the same, you know, January to March timeframe that we're seeing it bump back up. Uh, the active number of listings, we had our high point uh, late uh, summer, early fall of last year. Uh, and now we have started to trend back down in the number of new listings that are available. So the new inventory that hits the market is not quite as much as it was back in summer of last year. This one, you can see the average and median days on market or days to sell. So how many days from the time that a property is listed to the time that it accepts an offer and goes under contract to sell it? Uh, they haven't sold it yet necessarily, but how long it takes until they finally accept an offer and go under contract. So in March, uh, 47 days on average, 22 days as a median. And that number has been rising uh, for both the average and median since, uh, again, April of last year is when we had our high point and when homes were selling on average 13 days and median of four days. Uh, inventory as a ratio, as like in terms of months of inventory, uh, which is just dependent on how many properties we have on the market versus how long it takes them to sell. So if you're looking at, at that as, as a ratio of months of inventory, right now, as of March, we are at 2.7 months worth of inventory. Uh, we were at 2.4 months in February, 3 months in January, 2.9 in December, 3.2 in November. Uh, and the inventory was going, it's been, it was low. It was one month in April of last year and it's started to rise since then. And the number of sales you can see has been dropping as well, where we had a lot more sales in the summer months, which is to be expected. And then that dropped, uh, over this winter. And I'm not yet seeing that come back up, the number of sales. So sales is in blue, inventory is in green. So that number of sales is not coming back up for the summertime. Interesting. Interestingly. So this housing market in Colorado Springs is starting to come back up in a way. There's more people showing. There's more people looking at open houses. There's definitely more interest. There's just not as many sales. So I'm not necessarily equating that to a lack of buyer demand because obviously there's not a lack of demand for housing. There's just a lack of ability to pay for it. So the amount of people looking versus being able to buy, there's definitely a lot fewer sales, but there's also less inventory on the market too. Uh, inventory is coming up from what I'm seeing. Uh, I mean, we're looking at, I just looked at the uh, the chart for it where you could see the number of uh, the months of inventory is going up. So we, we do have more. It's not a lot, but 
uh, I would imagine that should translate to more sales. But since we have, we do have home sales, we just have a lower number of them. So my opinion or my take on that is just that there are not as many people who can actually afford to purchase homes here at this price, at these prices, and with these interest rates. Unfortunately, I think more and more people are realizing that this is the new normal. These are the new prices here in Colorado Springs. They're not going to go down because the demand is not going to go down. And regardless of if wages have kept up with inflation and if homes should be worth that much, here it is, and they're worth this much, and they're selling for that. People are paying that much for them, so that's what they that's what they cost. So it's unfortunate for anybody that has lived here that can't afford to buy where they've lived or just priced out of the market. You know, if you've lived here, rented here, and you can't afford to do that anymore. So Colorado Springs is becoming a more, well, I mean, it already was. It already became the more expensive city. It's just now that's continuing, it looks like. And so that that's where we're at. So you can either afford to pay for it at the prices that they're at, or you can't. It doesn't cost what, you know, it costs to live in California, but it is a lot more expensive now. And so there's that premium. Uh, so wherever that came from, that came from California investors, Denver investors, people from Washington, people from, you know, wherever they were coming from, but whoever was willing to pay for the, you know, the extra prices for that. And I didn't necessarily see a lot of, um, corporations or, you know, it wasn't like BlackRock or a whole bunch of people or companies like that coming in and just, you know, paying cash so they could put a renter in inside of it. Most of these sales were just between regular people. So, I, I, and I think it was like, it just nationally, BlackRock, I think, owns 8% of uh, real estate. And so that number may be similar in Colorado Springs. But from what I can recall, a majority of uh, homes here in the city are owned by individual people. So, I mean, that's good to know that, you know, if you want it, you can still get it. It's just corporations can pay more for, uh, can pay for them too. And did, you know, I did see that, you know, it, it did happen. It's just, uh, they're not the only ones in play. There are just regular people who happen to have more money who are willing to spend it when they move here. So you've got that to compete with. So now that prices have been pushed up quite a bit, uh, the demand leveled off to where it's not the frenzy. People aren't going, oh my gosh, it's such a great value. I'm just going to buy it now and spend you know an extra 50K on top of it just because I'm still getting a great value. You're not necessarily getting a great value if you're spending that much more money now. So now with a lot of that uh, frenzied demand out of the way, you know, prices are just higher and they will continue to be higher as my take. So if you're looking for that sweet spot on, you know, when should I buy if I want to buy at the lowest, I think they already hit the lowest. So I think they're on the way up from what it looks like in the data. If you think something else, let me know in the comments below. But thanks so much for watching. I hope you got a ton of value out of this. And if you liked this video, please click the like button. If you need a good real estate agent in the Colorado Springs area, let me know. That's me. I'd be happy to help you with that. I'll see you in the next one. Thanks for listening. If you liked this podcast, please give it a like and a subscribe. Have a sunshine day.